It's Christmas. Yeah. Mm. Fun? Oh, yes. Good. No? Well, yeah, but uh, I remember one time ringing my mother at Christmas Eve in tears at half past 11 at night. My half past 11, so her afternoon, and saying, Mum, how did you do it all? (laughs) Which her response was to apologise because I said, I've done this and I've done this and I listed all the things that I had taken on as traditions in our family that I had had in mine. And so she was apologising because she thought that perhaps she'd taken off a bit more, (laughs) bitten off a bit more than she could chew. And I still do it because that's what what, you do. Yeah. And what are some of those traditions then? Um, Well, when we were children, mum made us all a stocking. Mm -hmm. And um, chain-stitched our names to them. And each year put an ex- uh, a decoration on. Yeah, nice. So she'd either, she'd either, well, the first ones were the ones that she'd made. And then, you know, there'd be a, I don't know, something that she'd sewn on, like a button or something, something Christmassy. Um, so I took that on. which was fun and it was fine in hong kong because in hong kong they sell all those glitzy iron-on badgy things you know there's streets of them yeah so i i soon settled into buying two or three and keeping them in my sewing box for year after year after year Um, and one year i had the genius idea of threading a big bell (laughs) onto each of the stockings and every year neil says to me yeah really glad you did that (laughs) (laughs) holding them so they don't rattle i've got i made made emily one with a bell on it and hung it on our bed it was all cute she was a baby and then when i made the boys i didn't put a bell on yeah Um, but i didn't add things i like that i like that idea of adding things but mine actually aren't big enough um, but these and they still they still come out because I had a homemade stocking as well. But um, yeah, I like that. Well, I think mine, my own stocking. I think I got up to sixteen, sixteen little decorations, and mine are still going. They still expect it. Oh. And you know, we have a whole year to prepare, don't we? And of course, there I am, Christmas Eve, sewing on something. Um. Or trying to make a Christmas pudding out of felt <laughs> to sew onto the wretched stocking and doing it four times. So, um, so yeah, but but lovely things, and I'm glad that we do them. Um, another tradition that we decided to adopt was each of the children um, choosing a decoration for the tree. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and then. They had their own box of decorations, and then they would put their own, like year after year after year, would put their own on. The oh, trip. that's cute! <clears throat> they end up making them as well, don't they? Oh, yeah. So that you've got, and we've still got all the homemade ones. But we still, Brian and I, when we first got together, had no money, and we had the tree, and we um, hung chilies from it 
and made popcorn and strung it together because we didn't have anything. And then the next year, we bought each other a decoration and other people bought us decorations because mm. we felt sad we didn't have any. And then that's kind of continued. So we still, even now, we each buy a decoration for Christmas and we still put all of them on. So they're all completely mismatched and all kind of, and I remember the story in a lot of them, which is quite nice. And the children, the ones they make or the ones that they kind of choose from about Christmas markets. But that's what's so lovely because each year they all have a story. Noah, yeah. one year, he must have been about five, bought this enormous gilded cross. <laughs> it's the size of my hand. And every year we get it out of the, the bag and we are. Remember Noah? Noah bought this. Oh, do you remember when Jonah bought this? And each year we go through that ritual. And then the same thing, it's now. And now, I actually said last year, do you think it might be possible for me to decorate the tree this year? No. What are you talking about? We all do it, actually. And we all go and choose it. We get a real tree and we all hang it on. But you've just made me think, when they were tiny, tiny, so their first Christmas, the boys were three months old. So that was okay. And uh, we carted them off to Scotland. And then the next year, I remember saying to Crash, how do you get them not to touch the Christmas tree? Because they had a tree and all these children there. And they were like, touche pas. In French, ne touche pas, touche pas. And his finger. So I would just say it in the same way she'd said it. And they would, <laughs> and they wouldn't go near it. Because I was like, that's, they're just going to pull that down. So they were very good at not, at not um, pulling it over. Because the first year we would hold them up to get to the top to hang things on. And Amelie would do all the bottom. You know, and then you'd move them up a bit because it was bottom heavy, the Christmas trees when they're tiny, aren't they? Mm. Which is cute. Because um, we never had a real one in Hong Kong because you couldn't yeah. get them. You could get an imported one for about £100. <laughs> so we didn't bother with that. We had one that came out of the box each year that you sort of clipped together. Yeah. It was quite realistic and it did the job. Um, but then we were able to put that up on a table. So it was yeah. out, of, out of the way. Um, and Ellen, being the girl, always had the job putting the fairy on the top. Oh, that's quite nice. Oh, that's nice. Our top bit has changed over the years. Um, but another thing that we would do was beforehand, when I was really organised, it would happen in November, that we would make the Christmas cards. So, and since then, I've made them, done one, and photocopied it. But we would make like 60 cards. And then, so when the boys came along, we would do it using their hands or feet prints so that it was a something that the three of them had been involved in and was from them. So the very first year, we put Amelie's foot and then the boy's hands for antlers and the, it was Rudolph and the foot was the, was the face. And then each year, until their hands got too big to fit on, on one card, because it's not the same if you have to reduce it. You know, if you photocopy it and reduce it, it doesn't work. They've got to still look, because it's very cute. It's a real size. So we did quite a few different um, handprint handprint ones over the years. Well, I'm glad that you said that, darling, because that clearly means I'm not the only maddo in the world. <laughs> um, we didn't do print handprints. I 
would think for a long time of how we could dress children appropriately. <laughs> I so wanted to do that one year. I was going to make one of them a sheep and put one of them in the and make a manger, shove one in and make Emily Mary. Oh, Brian didn't think you should Right, so get this. Um, <laughs> being, being a teacher, we're both teachers, so, you know, card wasn't an issue. Let's make this. And I'd come up with this wonderful idea turn the corner of a room into some sort of stage set and then furiously take 400 photo to try and find the right one because in those days you see because we're both dinosaurs you actually took the film to the shop shop. that's right (laughs) so you had to take like 25 just to make sure that you're going to get a good one and where everybody was smiling so the first year um i did red noses on them all and white t-shirts and antlers Mm -hmm. and then made these Christmas trees and stuck them on the wall so they all looked like they were in some sort of winter wonderland. That was successful. The following year, because they were all up on their feet, um, I'd made a a Wendy house on our roof Mm -hmm. because, um, well, I made it out of wood. That sounds bonkers on your roof. I think yeah. it was a flat, lower roof. Flat, flat roof where yeah. we had the paddling like caller. That was terrace. like our, yeah, our yeah. garden. Um, so uh, I made this wooden Wendy house thing for them to play in with a, you know, stable door, half door mm-hmm. thing. Um, partly because I wanted them to have a Wendy house to play in because it's fun. Yeah. But I, and I, the reason I made it was because I knew that there would not be one big enough to fit everybody inside. <laughs> So I spent days making this thing oh, with cute. my male friends lending me um pair of tools. Yeah, but a compressor. So I had a staple gun thing, mm-hmm. which was just great fun. <clears throat> so me sweating with power tools. <clears throat> Excuse me. So no, we had this Wendy house. I turned that into the stable. <laughs> Ellen was Mary. Three wise men. Yeah. No, No, with tea towels. We had one king uh, and two shepherds with tea towels and different items of clothing that I had. Yeah. Dressed up. Sorry. That was one year. Another year, um, I got a big sheet with clouds on it and hung it on the wall, and they all had tinsel around their heads. And um they were all angels with white t-shirts on and we actually recreated that photograph about two years ago <laughs> really really funny um another year there were christmas crackers so i made a cracker wrapped them up with wrapping paper around their under their arms so they had that wrapping paper and then made a wrapping paper hat the heads poking through mm. i think i got away with it for about four or five years mm. and then got them printed little tiny ones and then sat there like you did with 60 cards on the table sticking them all on individually writing oh, yeah. them all individually going down to the post office and they'd be there for days because you'd have to wait for stuff to dry so we'd do all the handprints leave them there covering the table and then the next day add all the wee details mm. yeah i did like it though i loved it and I, i've still got copies of them all and yeah, um, so did I. Loved it that um, now with the ability 
that we can use a computer to make it quite Speed, easily. Yeah, speeds stuff up greatly, doesn't it? Yeah, and the first the first Christmas actually that so the first Christmas we went to Scotland and they were just wee babies and I was exhausted and everyone kind of came to us we showed them off and then the second Christmas we went and we rented a place because we there was too many of us really to stay at anybody's house and everyone came to us it was brilliant it was really 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 snowy and we were a bit snowed in we were a bit. It was tricky to get out. And because the boys weren't, they must have been one by then. Um, it was like people come to us. So they were September, October, yeah, they were um, 15 months old. And so everybody's there. It was some family members staying and other people were coming in, in and out over the few over days. And on Christmas Day, I went to have a shower and I said, can you keep an eye on the boys, please? I went to have a shower and as I came out, they were all, you know, getting in the festive spirit and we'd had breakfast. This was a bit later. We're all getting dressed and <laughs> keep an eye on the boys. Went and had a shower. I came out and I glanced into the room that Brian's dad was staying in as I passed to see these two tiny people bouncing up and down on the bed. And it was a really high bed, like did a double take. <laughs> went and picked them off and said, Nice job, guys, looking after the babies. The one job you had to do while I was making dinner and everything. It was very funny, though. And um, that Christmas was quite nice because I remember a friend of mine coming with her twins. I've mentioned them before, but they were really little in car seats. So there was like two sets of twins in the house. But because it was so snowy, we got sledges and we went out um, and sledged in the field. And so the boys were one and they had these wee cute snowsuits on. And we walked out the house and they both just immediately fell over. Because these bulky snowsuits and it was really slippy. Um, the wee red noses, but it was, it was very cute. A nice fire and it was all kind of romantic and how you imagine Christmas, you know. Um, yeah, that was nice. See, we, we, we didn't have that. I know that's a shame, and well, we still do now. Everyone comes down. It was, it was hot. <laughs> it, it was fab. It wasn't a shame. You had vest and shorts on. I meant a shame that you didn't have family around more than the weather. Yeah, yeah, it was a shame. However, we we um, we did venture home because normally we'd go home in the summer because we had a longer period of time. Sure. And um, <clears throat> we decided that you know Christmas is all about family, so we must make an effort to go home one Christmas. I think they were the triplets must have been four. Noah would have been about seven. And fortunately, mum and dad had a lovely six-bedroomed house that they no longer live in. So we thought, oh, there's plenty of room, it'll be fine. No, it wasn't fine. They were freezing. Oh no. It was the coldest they'd ever, ever been. Of course, God. We didn't have the kit to dress them up and get them out. So there are photographs of them wearing wellies that are too big, coats that belong to other people. They just look like, well, I, I can't even describe what they look like. I mean, if you looked at the photos, you'd be like, why have you dressed your children like that? <laughs> well, I found something warm and I wrapped them in it oh. so that they could get out for a It was disastrous because... We didn't have the space, so they literally ran around and around and around the house. 
creating noise and mess and uh, yeah no that's we didn't have somebody else who's we didn't have the, I mean mum and dad were really cool about it mm. but of course because everybody was there because we'd had all these wonderful expectations and we couldn't get out and it took us so long to do so we still went out for great big stompy walks if we could find clothing to to get on everybody mm. but we didn't do Christmas again in England after that we just mm. stayed in Hong Kong and and <laughs> I can't imagine Christmas being warm. Just when you're used to the cold, you know, mm. there'll be people that are always in the hot and don't imagine what it's like in the cold. Mm. Um, but I would also always make our something, set myself that task of making them, oh, not just adding yeah. something to yeah. <laughs> make them a thing. Like when they got older, I remember sitting on Christmas Eve, full of the cold, really snotty, it was sore head at, Half past ten at night, sewing these superhero capes for them with their initials on the back, because I'd set that matter. They didn't know that's what they were getting. Nobody yeah. else. It didn't matter. But I was like, no, I make them something every year. I can't actually remember all the things I made them previous to that, though. However, I think I must have just done it on automatic pilot. Mm. I always Fine did that. it, but I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I I don't know whether I made them things individually what I set myself the task of making things for Christmas so I sat for weeks following this rather complicated pattern of making um a nativity um thing belt that was backed onto a piece of gingham with a bamboo cane that you hung up it is it's lovely um and then each thing you put onto the picture, so there was a palm it's tree, interactive, yeah, and yeah. a donkey, and a this, like and Velcro, a that. Yeah. yeah, Velcro that I sewed on. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's what I mean. That's the sort of thing I would make as a Christmas present. I made them all hobby horses one year and took them to Scotland because they were from. They needed to get them on the day. That's yeah. when we were driving, not on a plane. Obviously, I didn't take three big broom handle things. They're still. We've still got them. Um, and oh, I made them duvets one year. I made them all their own duvet cover with their own, like, signature colour. Yeah, yeah. Green for green for Gus, blue for Jonah, pink for Ellen, yellow for Noah. I think I might have made them cushions one year in a similar vein. Yeah. Yeah. Not so. And it comes from the first year making them a Christmas stocking and then, well, the next year. So rather than adding things, I would make them things. It's funny. A friend of ours um, was round for dinner. Um, This was years ago, and uh, we were talking about Christmas traditions. And I was saying that you know they've got their own box of decorations, and they've got their own stocking, and they've got their own. And he just started roaring with laughter, (laughs) and he said, "Kate, can you imagine when they get ready to leave for university, which frighteningly will be the summer coming up?" Oh, don't forget this. Uh, don't forget this. <laughs> uh, don't forget this as well. Don't forget this that I made you. Don't forget the blanket that I hand-stitched. He said they won't be able to get out the door. Um, and, and then, of course, you keep everything. Yeah. And then later on, they'll be glad you did keep everything. Yeah. Well, they still, I mean, still, they get excited about what I've sewn on the stocking. Oh, that's so nice. And yeah. so they bloody well should. Yeah. Who can find it first? Yeah. 
Can you see what it is? Can you see what it is? Lovely. With the jingly bells that you're holding. <laughs> I mean, fortunately, now that they're older, <clears throat> it's not such an ordeal, but you would have to sit and wait, wouldn't you? Wait up when you're absolutely knackered, waiting for them to go to sleep. This is the first year that mine have, the, the boys have confessed. There's no such thing as Santa. What? <laughs> well, I see. So I might not have to. I might not have to creep so much with the jinglies. <clears throat> no, well, we don't creep anymore with the jinglies. Um, when I was a child, my cousins came to stay. This is nothing to do with being a mighty mother. This is just funny Christmas story, and um, <laughs> we 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 couldn't get to sleep. Any of us, me and my cousins, and my sister, all in the same room, just like four beds all pushed together so we were all in this giant bed and we pretended to be asleep <clears throat> and um kept our eyes tightly shut when the stockings arrived as soon as the door was shut we were up we were opening them and we were given giggle sticks do you remember them oh yes that was it hysterical <laughs> absolutely hysterical to the point where my father came in with four schooners of sherry and demanded that we all drank them. <laughs> has, that, has, that, has that tradition remained? For us, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, funny. But um, it's lovely, and I think it's really, really important. And um, it's lovely when you hear your own children talking to their friends about the different traditions that you've started as a family. Those things are golden. Yeah, that's nice. Aren't they? You see, yeah, you see, this year it'll be funny because we have lots of people now that come, family that can come to us, and they stay the night. They well, they stay for quite some time, and um, they all get stockings. So whoever's I've I've made the decision. Whoever's in the house gets a stocking. So I'm creeping around all the rooms at night, and it's quite nice because the first time I did it, the grown-ups went, "Oh my god, I woke up and thought, what's that on my bed?" Um, and we all sleep in one room. So in the boys' room, we put a blow-up mattress for Brian and I, Emily's in one of the bunk beds for boys. And, um, and we all wake up there in the morning and they love it. Oh, we, that's we stay nice. There, and we stay there for a few days. So this, I'm wondering if this year, because nobody can come with bloody uh, COVID, but if, if we can, um, we'll all have to do that anyway. <laughs> it might be quite nice to wake up in my own bed, but it might be weird also. That's nice. I like that. Um, I've just remembered something else that we did and uh, because they were given books I would buy three Christmas stories mm. each year and we would have because I always you know we always read stories every night before bed but all the way through Christmas through December um, they would have three stories a night and so I've got this huge box oh, lovely. of Christmas stories and they would choose the three that they wanted. And it's been really lovely because, of course, I kept them all. And as a teacher, yeah. when my mm -hmm. children got older and didn't want stories anymore, I carried that on as a tradition in my classroom. That's uh, so nice. Actually, I read the night before Christmas every, every Christmas Eve to them. Um, the other thing is that we've always had a tradition to watch the Polar Express because when they were tiny, we took them to the big um, 3D cinema in Hong Kong and sat at the front row. I see, mine don't like it. Um, 
with Jonah saying it's like real life. Yeah, wow. It scares mine. Mine don't like it. Well, that, that became the tradition from that point on. And um, in fact, we were having a discussion the other night at the table and one of the children said, do we have to watch the Polar Express again? It's been like 10 years. <laughs> yeah, just make them do it. <laughs> oh, lovely, lovely. So many things, many, many, many lovely Christmassy things. And we wish all of you, dear ones, a very oh, merry very Christmas. very happy Christmas. Have a lovely time. And um, make traditions. Make, make traditions. Be nice to yourself and uh, enjoy whatever it looks like this year with whoever you're with. Yeah, and especially those of you that have new babies in the house. Um, <laughs> just have a lovely, lovely time when you manage to eat your dinner with whatever hand while you're holding <laughs> yeah. the child or so children. Me- yeah, indeed. <laughs> Many, many, merry, merry Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.